What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Bread Did You Hear podcast. Um, hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed the fights. Uh, this weekend was UFC's first Fight Island. Uh, crazy card, entertaining card. Um, yeah, man, we're gonna discuss. It's a good part of the the podcast. Gonna be that we we discuss a lot of that. We break down the post uh, fight conference. With Jorge Masvidal and Kamara Usman, a little sprinkle of uh, Dana White in there. We also talk about how Joel had some people over at his house for the fight. We're gonna, he's going to describe how that went. And yeah, we describe what, what we uh, end up doing for the, the past week. Uh, for me, I, I got a little rundown with a little I don't know. I don't know what it might be. We'll, we'll have to figure out in the next podcast, but I end up getting COVID testing again. I describe how that happens. Joel described his week. And pretty much that is it. And before you guys hear this podcast, we talk about Donald Trump not wearing his mask. Right when we got off, we uh, found out that he actually started wearing a mask. So funny how that works. But other than that, guys, um, pretty much I'm going to let you get to it. Here we go. Bruh, did you hear? Episode 15. Let's get it. What's up, Joel? Oh, oh wait, if you guys are not listening to that, Joel's actually battling his own fight on Fight Puddle. Fight Puddle, fight puddle baby. Fight Puddle. <laughs> he just took a shot right now. <laughs> Fighting a hangover, brother. I'm just me versus the hangover, and I'm not going to lose. <laughs> oh, yeah. how you doing, Joel, other than the hangover? I'm good. I'm, I'm, bro, I'm not hungover. I'm fighting the hangover. That's okay, the there you go. You're not, you're not losing. I'm not losing, player. It's it's round three in a five round bout, and I'm winning so far. But I'm <laughs> I'm having to drink to fight this mother sucker off. <laughs> what the modelo? I got a modelo. Had a shot real quick, just to maintain. There you go. I get through this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing though, Pat? I've been pretty good, man. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it later. But I mean, the whole this whole week's kind of like been a little a little loopy for me. A little loopy, a little. Out of routine? Yeah, a little out of routine. Okay. Well, but, uh, I Okay, quick question before we talk about it. Did you pay for the fights? Joel, why are you... Okay, why do I keep putting me a blast on that? Like, I'm okay. just asking because you said, you said, you said, Fight Island, you would, you know, you would give UFC money. I'm just, just asking. If you guys will hear this podcast sooner or later, you know why. The, the 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 dark the dark internet fucking took me down or someone someone peeping <laughs> Tom took me down. <laughs> so you did it. Fun fact, I did it. <laughs> okay. For the record. Yeah. Moving on. The fights though, I mean Fight Island, what'd you think? It was cool, man. I liked it. It was it was an entertaining card. It wasn't on the island. I mean okay. It was on an island, but it wasn't on the sand, like I thought. Yeah, well, I mean, it only made sense. Like, I was telling you about uh, the whole climate because watching the UFC Embedded on YouTube, if you guys ever watch it, they had one where everyone flew. Dude, they showed the, the fucking plane that they flown in, and then right when they got off the plane at 4 o'clock in the morning, the camera, the lens on the camera started fogging up because it was so humid. Mm. And the fighters were saying that they could swim in the air and shit. They said, and I did hear one episode where they talked about the heat. Like, it was ridiculously hot. Yeah, so it, it definitely would have played in the factor. And the I remember in the Max fight, you get hear Max saying in this corner, he said the floor was slippery, and then we're inside the the, the dome. Wow. The dome. Wow. Well, you're right. The the card though was very entertaining. Um, 
the main event, do you think the main event delivered in the hype that we had behind it? At least? It didn't deliver. It it didn't deliver. Okay. Do you think the fight would have gone differently if um, Masvidal would have had a full camp? Oh, definitely. Rather than taking it on a one-week notice. That's, bro, he took it on a one-week notice, and he went five rounds with a champ. Regardless, that's thug as shit. Yeah, for real. And, like, the, there's other... I, I'm about to, like, play some video clips here in a second. Uh, just kind of uh, highlighting the press conference for those that didn't watch it. But, yeah, like you said, for taking a fight on six days' notice, like, that's insane. Like, the people... the people, Have you seen what he did to, like, get into fucking Toulouse at 20 pounds? Like, did you see, he like... Was like... He was, like, laying down with, like, towels on him. Like, bro, we got to think about it. He took it on a seven-day notice or six-day, whatever you want to call it. Had to lose 20 pounds. Had to travel like across the world and adjust to a new time and then fight at like 930 in the morning. Like, what the? F- like, bro, this dude's <laughs> a real thug, bro. Like, I was rooting for him. I knew he was the underdog. Smart money was on Usman. I lost a lot of, bro, I ain't gonna lie. I lost some money on these fights. I literally picked all losers except for Rose. Damn. Literally, Rose was the only one that I picked that I thought was gonna win and she actually won. And then, and she took a, you took a beating to get that win. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, her like she her nose and uh she has like a big old mouse in her eye. Bro, that was a rat. That wasn't even a mouse. <laughs> huge, bro. Yeah, her nose was like pretty messed up. Like too. it was it was hard to argue that I knew she won. You know, because of how she looked, but she won the first two rounds, bro. Yeah, first two rounds, but the third one was kind of scary because she was starting to get yeah. fucking hits on her. Yeah, third round she lost definitely. Yeah. But the first two she took, so 2-1. Yep. What about the other fights, Pat? What you thinking? Everything was... What do you think you about the, the, the Jose Aldo fight and the, the Piotr Jan fight? They, they said that it was a late stoppage. They said it was late. Yeah, he, he took an extra about 30, 40 seconds of a beating. He probably didn't have to take. Because when someone's just covering their head in that position, like... If you're not advancing, if you're not reaching for another hand, what are you really doing? You're, you're, you're basically giving up. Yeah, like the, the the ref was saying, like fight back, fight back. but the yeah. dude was like, the dude, yeah. Jose was like this, covering his, yeah. his fucking head because he wanted to take any more punishment. But still, I think that was the best fight on the card. I uh, that one or the Rose one. I feel like those two were the were really good fights. Yeah, the I other think, one. Yeah, I think that the the, the Jan and um uh, Aldo fight was a, uh, the best one, just because yeah. like, they, they were standing and banging most of the time. They were banging, dude, and they were both taking licks and. And Aldo was actually using the leg kicks, which it seems like he gave up for a while. And uh, he uh, he made Peter Jan uh, switch positions; like he had to he had to shift his legs and shit to to avoid that. So, yeah, I think that was one of the better fights on the card. The main event, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like I said, I'm a little hungover. The main event to me was a little a little foggy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember that my guy wasn't winning, and I remember thinking like, "Fuck, he's not going to come through." Like, unless he comes out with a spectacular, a spectacular knockout, and it didn't look like it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if I can make the case for Usman, like, dude was prepping for Burns this whole entire time, and then all of a sudden Jorge Masvidal accepts, and then two different guys you got to prep yeah, for completely. So he fought it. I want to say safe, but he fought it smart, like the way that he should, as if you want to try to keep your title. But you know who doesn't like that? Dana White. Dana White doesn't like when motherfuckers fight smart. Yeah, <laughs> he, wants, he wants dudes to bang out and and go for the finish. And I understand because that's you know better for TV, better ratings, is better. You know, people people want to see that stuff. So 
those, those kind of champions, like just like how Ty, uh, Tyron Woodley was that kind of champion, he always fought smart. He always fought to win, which is a smart thing to do, man. But it doesn't give you a love in the Dana White world. And he's yeah. in charge, player. <laughs> you know what I saw in that fight? I uh, I think I finally saw like in that fight. How much of the, the the climate fucking took it? Because it, it looked like both of them were fucking tired. Not only Mazda dog, because obviously he was on a six day fucking camp, quote unquote camp. But fucking right. like, dude, they both looked tired. Like Usman looked like he was fucking tired. Like towards like fourth, fourth and fifth. And let's be real, Pat. A six day camp. He had to go to Dubai. He had to test, and he had to do all. He had to lose the weight. He didn't have a camp. Yeah. He, he decided to step into the cage. Like that's literally what he did. It seems like a week's notice, bro. Like. I mean, who knows? Maybe he was training, but he was still 190-something pounds. He had a weigh-in at 170 a week later. I don't know how many people out there really try to lose weight. <laughs> you tell me you could lose 20 pounds in a week and then fight the next day in 100-and-something degree weather? I don't know, bro. That shit sounds difficult <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> like, okay, so I want to, because I was talking about this. I usually text, uh, he used to be my old boss, and we usually talk about MMA and boxing. Usually, and, like, he's, on, he's moved on to a different job. But I still text him on the fights, and like we usually like break the fights in between rounds. So like, so mm-hmm. I kind of like uh, I'll text him in between rounds. But he he texts me something as a uh, he's like, yeah, Usman, it doesn't make he's not an entertaining fighter, but he does win. But yeah. what? Okay, I'm not gonna compare him to GSP, but GSP, I want to say he had a similar style, but like he would wrestle a bunch too. But what made him different from Usman and him? GSP was more marketable. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, because you're right, because GSP did have a similar, I'm going to win more than I'm going to try to finish you. Yeah, because he, he um, never really knocked anybody out. Like, uh, Yeah, I know, and you're right, because he was a real fan favorite. I don't know, bro. Yeah, well, what makes, I, I, is it because he's an OG? Is he an OG? Is that, is that why we like him so much? Because he was the OG back in the fucking, you know, when, when we got the legal cable boxes. and. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't, Dude, that's a great question, bro. I'm literally trying to think about it right now. Like, why did we not give him the same love? Um, I don't know. Yeah, because he actually blew my mind with that. I was like, actually, damn, that does make sense. I mean, Us- Usman, like, he... He does kind of a similar but style, but yeah, you gotta compare him to. I compare him right now to Woodley, because Woodley had that same. He was a champion for a while, never really got marketed like that, and he he just won smartly. Like, but should that be looked down upon for winning the smart way? Like, is this the only sport? I feel like okay, I think it's just combat sports because if you look at Mayweather, so many people hated on Mayweather because he won in quote unquote a boring way. He defensively, like, outsmarted you, and then he picked his shots and touched you when he could. And that's how he won fights, and people didn't really like that. But that's how he stayed undefeated. And he's talking fine. He doesn't seem to have any mental issues, no CTE. Like, he seems like he won the game, the game of life. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so it's funny that you brought that up because I I didn't have – I don't have that clip for us. But, I mean, Kamaru Usman said that in his uh, post-fight press conference – he said that he brought up Mayweather, and he's like, "Dude, like I train for this. So if it's if it's a boring, he didn't say if it's a boring fight, but he basically said like we train to not lose and not get hit. Like these are the only sports, though, because like you look at basketball, football, NBA, all that stuff. Like it's it's just different. Like I don't know, I don't know why it's different to think of like 
in like in basketball, bro, if you hold the team down to 80 points and you win, no one's gonna be like, You're a boring team. You play too much defense. <laughs> like what? Everyone, like, what? everyone would be like, damn, they have a fucking right. great defense. Like, 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 like think about football when they have like a low scoring game where it's like three to ten and your team wins. It's like, bro, you held the other team at three points. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Like you fucking won. And maybe it's not the most exciting thing to watch, but what are we trying to do here on the field? Yeah. Trying to win. Uh-huh. Who, who, what are we trying to do when we walk into the octagon? I'm trying to walk out with my hand raised, player. Like, I want to do the <laughs> interview immediately after I won. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy, like, they press conference me after. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that. it goes back to, I think I, uh, we had a, I think it was Izzy, our boy Izzy. Um, it was about, like, I think it was the Rams and Patriots, and I told, I think I told them, I think uh, it's if your team is in it in that game, like yes, it's gonna be the most interesting game to you. But outside, like if it's not your team, you're like, dude, that was like the, the Patriots and Rams won. That wasn't. It was a boring Super Bowl. Yeah, it but, was one of the most boring Super Bowls I've ever watched, bro. And that's coming from a real, real sports fan. Yeah, but <laughs> if you're a, like, say if the Cowboys were in it, you'd be like, dude, that was the most intense, like, ca- like no, yeah, yeah, because you're, right. you're like one, two possessions away of, of uh, potentially winning the game. And then I would have had like a lot of money on the line. It would have been a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, but I've talked to even Rams fans who watched that Super Bowl, and they were like, yeah, it, you know, it was a, uh, wasn't too much to root for. You know, like it, there wasn't there wasn't a lot going on, and if your team comes on the losing end of one of those games, it's like Jesus Christ! You might as well not even have showed up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like I know people who hosted as Rams fans. Imagine, ah, devastating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what about the the Max Holloway fight? What did you see? Did you uh, catch that fight? Yeah, that was that was a good fight. Decision. <sighs> what do you think about the decision? It went. It was a split decision, correct? Yeah, but like a lot of people had Max winning three one at one point. I, 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 man, you know me, bro. I was rooting for Max. I thought Max won the first fight. I think he won the second fight. But what did you see? Did you see it? Did you see it going the way the judges seen it? I had okay. So I had it. Um, I had I was leaning more towards Max had a three one. And so that's why I was like, oh, it's going to be close. But at the same time, I didn't know who was going to win because obviously the fucking judges and everything. But I had a, I had a 3-1 uh, max. I and wait, wait. I want to I wanna add, did, did you hear that all his training was done on Zoom? Max? All his training was done on Zoom. So he had no physical body. Dude, that's actually pretty impressive for him to fucking like, arguably have a win. Like, dude, that was insane. Wait, it just makes me mad, bro, because this is another L. And it, it's just like... The only argument I can make for the fact that the other dude won was the fact that he is the champion. And if the fight is that close, you kind of got to give it to the champion. Yeah. But, but it's fucked up because the last fight I feel like was that close and they didn't give it to the champion. They gave it to the, you know? Yeah, I get it. I don't know. I, I lost money. <laughs> I was really rooting for Max, bro. <laughs> Yeah, because um, um, watch. I, I have a clip of Dana White saying about the judging, uh, his opinions on it. And last title fight, I want to ask about, of course, the new champion with Peter Yan. Um, what did you think about his performance? Obviously, oh my bad, wrong clip. <laughs> okay, okay, bad, Pat. Okay, my bad. Forget our listeners. Just listen to the wrong clip, guys. It's cool. My bad, my bad. I'll find out. I'll find obviously, out. don't care about you guys. He's about to play the same clip. Okay, no, cool. I'm not. Literally the same clip. Literally, no, I'm not. Okay, here we go. Co-main obviously, very, very close fight there as well. Um, did, were you scoring that one along, and did you have Volkanovski winning? Did you have Holloway? What'd you think? Listen, man, you can't leave it. You can't leave it to these guys. We got some bad judging. 
We got some bad wow. judging, and uh, I don't know. Has Max been in here yet? I'm sure he's no, devastated, he's... and you know, yeah. So no, normally, when a guy's two and zero against you know a, a champ, we don't get to see a third fight. But seeing as how you maybe think it went the other way, do you think? Maybe I don't know. Did anybody in here score for Volkanovski? Anybody mm. have it for Volkanovski? Nobody in the media. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to figure it out. Damn. Uh, dude. So even, uh, okay, like, and that boggles my mind is like, um, why like, do we still have bad judging? Dude, it doesn't make sense, man. Bro, like, for the record, I'm not trying to justify this, guys. If you're under 21, don't drink. But <laughs> I, I was, I was intoxicated and I seen that Holloway won. I seen that Holloway win. Yeah, fair enough. I was rooting for him, but I seen, bro, he did enough to win the fight. And the president of the UFC says, hey, bro, he should have won the fight. Like, these judges suck. Why do we still have sucky judges? Why can I judge a fight better intoxicated than a sober person fucking sitting five feet away from the fight? I, I don't get it, dude. Like, how come, what? Like, I don't get why, do, <laughs> why we have, like, terrible judging still. And it's like. <laughs> My only justification is the cage. It's hard to see. <laughs> oh, did he hit him? <laughs> Oh, oh. oh shit but it's just like where where's the training taking place we're talking about police defunding we need to fund these judges bro like bro wh who's getting trained to judge dude like where does i heard like even some boxing judges are train are uh judging some of the mma fights and they don't know what like what's they don't even on. know what the fucking arm bar is did you watch the first fight i know you watched the first fight because the girl was cute tell the truth pat tell the oh. truth pat Okay, okay, I want to give... Tell the truth, I did tell watch the truth. it, I did watch it, but... But okay, normally so you don't watch it unless she's either cute or... Wow! You know, no. Be real, be Rose real. Is my, Okay, Rose is my girl, and like, Paige, I, was, I, was, I put a bet, I put a, a parlay bet, I showed Joel, I texted Joel, I put a parlay bet, I put, I put a parlay bet on a... First off, it's the first fight, it was Paige Van Zandt, she fucking got arm barred, so I was like, oh my god. Emma, that, that fight, though, she tapped like five seconds after the ref stopped it, or five seconds before the ref stopped it. Oh, really? And I was just thinking, no, you don't deserve to have your arm broken. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she, yeah, she's, she's broke. I think, I don't know if it's the same arm, but she's broken that arm three times already, I heard. Ugh. Yeah. So I don't, I don't just, know. Armbar just fucks her whole life up. <laughs> she's like, I, she's a, she went on to Ariel Alani's podcast and she says, she said that she, some of her Instagram posts, she makes way more money compared to a UFC fight. Bro, that's the only female fighter who could literally just stop fighting and be a supermodel. Yeah, seriously. So why is she, why is she putting herself at risk? <laughs> I don't know. She said she loves fighting, but honestly, it's, it's one of those things where, we talk about being a family man, or you not you don't have that hunger anymore. I feel like for her, she just doesn't have that hunger anymore. You know. Well, if she makes more money by pressing send on Instagram, why the fuck is she gonna be in the gym at working her ass off <laughs> to then go get tapped out, Bruh, Just go make some swimsuit money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, I guess for this fight, she dropped a lot of sponsors. Really? She, she herself, she dropped sponsors because she wanted to focus on the the, the fight. Because this is her her uh, last fight on the UFC contract, and then her husband oh. fights on um, Bellator, so she wanted to get some steam behind or some leverage. So she lost the fight, so now she doesn't really have the leverage. Yeah, so. she's probably gonna end up in Bellator. Yeah, her husband fights in Bellator. So who's her husband? 
I don't know. His name's Austin something, but they all call him a uh, Mr. Pa- uh, Mr. Van Zant. <laughs> but but he, he, uh, <laughs> I don't know if my ego could handle that, bro. God damn, that's tough. Yeah, like that's. But he just runs with it. He just has con- he just has a good time with it, I guess. Yeah. What about the fact that um, Rose's corner? Is uh, her fiance also mm-hmm. uh, Pat Barry, who Pat was, Barry. was a former fighter? He was fucking dope, but yeah, like uh, I guess who was it? I'm trying to. Oh, it's it's it's, it's a Masvidal's coach because a Masvidal's coach couldn't go because he could test it positive for uh, COVID. Ooh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, so I'll I'll fuck. Well, I have clips that we can fucking play. But yeah, the 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 Rose one. Um, I guess hit, hit, their coach too couldn't fly out there, so like her husband had to take the reins and was doing a good job too. So. Yeah, there's a fucking, there's a funny ass clip of uh, Rose too when she was fucking young as fuck and then she does a, I'll, I'll, I'll try to pull it up, but. Pull it up, cause, yeah. <laughs> and like, dude, for people that don't realize, like, dude, Rose is fucking beautiful as fuck. This is when she actually had a full head of hair, like a yeah. full head of she hair. Just, she just cut her hair off to be a fighter, but that girl could also be some form of face model. Yeah, well, okay, <laughs> so the story behind that, they put her and Van Zant together, cause they're like, oh, these mm-hmm. are two pretty chicks. And then she figured out herself. She's like, "Nah, fuck you guys." Shave the and she fuck. took her head off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's still pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> uh, let me see. I pull it up. Oh yeah, here it is. We were, we were watching the fight, and one of my one of my guests who was over was like, "Are those those dudes? Are those are those boys or those girls?" And I was like, "Dude, have you ever seen in a, in a sports bra?" <laughs> <laughs> Sports bras. <laughs> like, bro, they're, they're both wearing sports bras. When have you ever seen two guys fight? I understand they both had short hair. But when have you ever seen two guys fight with sports bras? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got, the, I got the clip up. So the, the backstory of this clip is like uh, Pat Berry sleeping and the title's called uh, Valentine's Re- Day Revenge. Pat okay. Berry's dead asleep, so. All right, Let me so see it. I'm, I'm going to pull it up. You'll be like, dude, people forgot that she had a full head of hair, but man. Can you feel <laughs> the love tonight? Uh oh, what? She got, she got a boxing glove on her hand, on the right hand. <laughs> That's Pat Berry sleeping. Time for her, baby. <laughs> Like cut like uh, it's like a blindfold to cover. <laughs> Bro, can we post this on our Instagram because that's funny as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, why, that, did he, why did she just punch him? I guess they do pranks on each other on the regular, so that's what she did with him. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't they have a bed frame? And why did they have... <laughs> so many questions in that frame right there. <laughs> saw, that little short clip. I have so many questions. Why, why is there a blindfold? What's on his eyes? Like. Do you think he got mad when she just shaved her head? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> All right. So we talked about a good amount of the the, um, the fights. Um, For the record, you didn't come over, but, you know, it is what it is, Pat. Yeah, it was funny because I was playing college. You know, I'm, gl- I'm glad you didn't come over, honestly, a little bit because 
We were over 10. We were over 10. <laughs> and it, but, but I promise you, if you would have told me you were coming, I would have kept it under 10. Thank you. See, <laughs> see but, like, the whole thing, back to that story, like, uh, like Joel was willing to do so much to, like, get me over there. But I was, at the same time, I was like, dude, I don't want Joel to fucking, like, do that. I mean, I want Joel to, like, yeah. host his freaking own, like, fight island. And no, no, uh, no holdbacks. I wanted you to be a part of it, though, Pat. I did, I, man, Fight Island, we've been talking about it for so long. I really wanted you to be a part of it. But I understand I completely why you didn't show up because, let's be honest, Pat, for a little bit of this week, I, I, I thought you were going to text me and oh, tell me you tested positive for Corona. I was <laughs> I was worried about you, Pat. I was really worried. Tell, tell, the, tell the listeners what happened. I know. So, basically, you know, I'm finally reveal what I'm, I'm up to, what I was giving up to. So, basically, Monday uh, – Actually, Sunday of July the fourth weekend, I uh, I hired a coach uh, for my weightlifting coach. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be for like a year long, and I'm just gonna like work on weightlifting. So this it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday plan. And I was once I got home, you know, I got done with my walks with my mom. Uh, got home like around twelve. I took a little nap so I can get ready for the workout. And then I woke up and I was like, oh man, my body's like. Fuck! What what's going on? My my body like I I had a usually I get a precursor to when I know I'm getting sick and it's my lower back being sore, and I was like oh fuck I'm about to get sick right now and then the whole workout like dude I, I was feeling good but then after I was like okay fuck like my body's not feeling any better so that's when I told Joel I was like dude I think I'm gonna get I think I told him like Wednesday I was like I'm gonna get COVID testing again and <laughs> talk about dude talk about worry <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, and like it, it didn't feel any better i think the same night i was up till 1 a.m in the morning and i had chills and stuff and i was sleeping like with a long sleeve on and, and uh like sweats on and this is we're in july right now so like dude like for me to be sleeping in that like yeah that's scary yeah so thursday i'm not gonna lie this time it felt different because for those who i don't know if anyone has checked for testing but they're, they're not doing testing at the santa Maria fur park anymore Oh, so I had to go. Uh, I did Dignity Health and Orchid. I called them. Hey, what's the what's the soonest I can get a COVID testing? And they're like, Oh, well, Thursday. This was on Tuesday. I called. I was like, Okay, well, you can sign up for Tuesday. So I pull up. They're like, Oh yeah, you're gonna pull up. There's gonna be cones right there. So I pull up. There's another guy waiting. And so I was like, Fuck. Okay, this is awkward enough already. There's another guy getting tested. <laughs> and like, <laughs> so I'm just there. The girl like walks up and like, she's like, All right, we're gonna do both nostrils. I was like. What? Both nostrils? <laughs> like what the ball? Why? What the fuck? And then she she's like, have COVID in one. <laughs> so she said that she was gonna hold it in there for ten seconds. I'm like, oh fuck. And then she did it, and then boop 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 boop. And I'm like, I'm. She rotates a little fucking the thing, and immediately pulls it up. Boom! I just start gushing out of one eye. Yeah. And then like she goes sticks into the other one, and she holds it for ten. And it's really uncomfortable at this point for I'm ten sure. seconds. And then she fucking boop, 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 and then boop, and it's like, all right, yeah, and she just, she like looks at me because I'm just like tearing up, she's like, yeah, we're gonna have someone call you within the next couple days, I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I put my Ray-Bans on, and I fucking try to reverse as fast as the way out of the parking lot, bro. <laughs> so it was awkward because they're doing it, like, in the public, and, like, anyone who knows that center, like, it's, it's a, it's where Albertsons talk about a bunch but you of weren't, people. you weren't in your car or nothing? I, I, I was in the car, yeah. Oh, bro, no one can see you, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you were standing out in public i'd feel bad but you're, you're fine bro you're fine yeah. but i mean at this point I, I think they called me and otherwise i told joe before we got on i think they would have got a hold of me and told me i would have had their room um, yeah i'm sure this was on tuesday you said uh thursday thursday usually it takes a day or two Ooh, the weekend if they call you tomorrow pet like if the next episode we do you tell me you're positive i'm gonna be, it's gonna be devastated i'm yeah. be devastated yeah, and it sucks. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm still going on walks with my mom. Like, yesterday before the fight, I uh, uh, went on a walk, and so... 
Oh, another validation. You, my mom said she's seen you walking with your mother. Yeah. Another, another proof that Pat is coming through. Yeah, like, the, hell yeah. It's one of those things, man. I told you, like, I, it's not for show. Like, it's one of those things I, yeah. I once I say I'm going to do it, like, I'm going to fucking do it. So that's everything, bro. Once you say you're going to do something, you just got to come through, man. That's everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, do you want to you want to uh, view these? They're like little clips. I haven't I haven't already like separated out. Um, Show them, player. Show them. Right. All right, so <laughs> we're gonna do a Jorge Masvidal. I lost money on him. Um, weight cut was tough. Like everybody knows, I had a lot of a little bit of weight to cut. But I'm I'm not gonna sit here and make excuses. He won. I I gambled the dice on myself. I knew I I didn't have the greatest gas tank coming in, but I'm still a dangerous man. Six days, one day, six weeks. So uh, mm-hmm. hats off to him. We'll do it again. Yes, he, he he said that the the gas tank wasn't there. So you know why he lost? I'm gonna tell you the truth right now. He trimmed his beard. Did he really? Look at his beard. Oh, player. he did. I mean, you, you say you noticed these things, but yeah, he did have it out to here, right? He had a full. He had the Jesus, the baptizing. I'm, I'm knocking <laughs> my suckers out every time I see him. And then he trimmed it, and he lost his powers, bro. I'm telling you, there's something to that. I'm yeah. not gonna trim my beard because of that. <laughs> yeah, the fight against the hangover. The fight against the hangover. I'm fighting this hangover so hard, bro. I just finished my beer, and I don't know what I'm gonna do now. <laughs> All right, so the next clip I'm gonna post for those who didn't know about the fight. Um, Jorge Masvidal's coach, uh, Mike Brown, tested positive for COVID, which did not allow him to go be at the fight. So he has he has a little input on that. Do you think that was a factor at all? <sighs> Maybe, I mean, maybe uh, Masvidal would have had a little, like, extra left in the gas tank because he knew that his coach might have been there. Who knows? I don't know. True. Yeah. Jorge, uh, Coach Mike Brown, he was not here. Was he FaceTiming with you between rounds at the coach's corner there? Yeah, he was uh, FaceTiming with uh, with my manager, Abraham Cowell, giving out some, some inside details and stuff and, and saying things that my manager was relating to me. It's just my body wasn't reacting after, like, the second round. I, I just didn't have that pop to give Mike what he wanted, but he was giving great advice. You knew mm. that Kamara was. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to the fact he took it on a week's notice. That's tough, bro. Like I said, I don't know any. I don't personally. I don't know anybody, bro, who can lose twenty pounds and then fight the next day in a week. Good luck, player. Like losing twenty pounds enough is a battle in of itself. It's a battle, like that's not that's not fight puddle, brother. <laughs> that's. <laughs> That's fight pond. That's fight lake. Like that's a tough one, bro. And then go fight the champ. Like, bro, fair enough, man. Yeah. So I mean, go ahead. What were you saying? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No. So everyone saw that the fight. They kind of like I want to say they buried the hatchet, but they they showed like a little uh, respect after they kind of pound they they dapped each other up. I do remember seeing that part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the rest of the fight, though, I'm not gonna lie, a little shaky. <laughs> so basically, like Kamar, I'm, I'm gonna show Kamar Usman's uh, vid after this, but both of, both of them agree that as martial artists, it's it's a form of respect, and so like they don't like promoting the way that the the way they promoted it. But I'm not saying, but they're saying that for the future fighters behind them, that they don't yeah. have to promote it the way that they did. So this is what. Let's it, be honest, bro. That's what sells fights. It is. I mean, I mean, they they did a really good job of it. So I mean, you did a great job. Yeah. Do you think, like, you know, you said you guys don't have to talk shit anymore to each other. I know there was some genuine bad blood going into this. Has that sort of subsided now you spent 25 minutes in there together? The competitive me, no. I want, I want to take everybody's head off. I want to take his head off even more now that he beat me. But I, uh, yeah. 
I just feel like, uh, especially me and him now, we don't have to promote the next fight like that. We don't we don't have to talk about each other's religion or ethnicities or nothing like that. You know, he said some things that I, I weren't necessary, and I'm sure I said some things that they probably weren't the best. I just think about the future generations. You don't have to promote fights like that or sell pay-per-views. I heard that this card did great anyways, you know, but I, I feel it doesn't have to be promoted like that, especially for the younger guys coming up. They don't need to think that you always need to talk shit to sell a pay-per-view, you know, or disrespect the man's religion or anything like that. So we'll, we'll, we'll do it again, you know? Yeah. I, I fuck with Mosadol, bro. He's just a good dude, it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, that's, that's some good shit to come out. No, seriously, it's it's because uh, I think uh, I have another clip of this after, but he even goes on to say, like, he uh, he, he doesn't even name uh, Colby Covington, like, because they're talking about future fights for him, so... Mm. Yeah, but so this is uh, Kamar Usman basically like relaying the same message too. He said back here that when he was in a cage, he said, we don't need the bad blood to promote the next fight. We don't need to do that. We don't need to teach the younger fighters. And that's what they have to do to get money and promote fights. Do you agree with him? Absolutely. And that's that's what I was saying. Um, you know, leading up, I, I talked a little bit about this is uh, I felt that he turned into I, I, I think that was a statement I made that he had turned into something that he never wanted to be. And, and what I meant by that at the, is, is that, you know, the whole trash talk and, and all of this, you know, George Masvidal was, you know, the reason he had my respect is because he's a, he's a martial artist. And that's the first thing you're taught in martial arts is respect. And, uh, and that's all I want to do. I want to come in here and I want to compete. And I think he wants to do the same as well. So, you know, we, we, it's a mutual respect thing there. You know, when you share the octagon with someone for 25 minutes, it's hard not to have that mutual respect. And I think we're both martial artists and we both share that. Last one for me. But yeah, he basically just relayed the same message. That's fair. I, I agree. You know, I hope that... It just sucks, though, because, you know, we love Conor McGregor. We love that shit talking, bro. It's just fun to watch. Yeah. It's, but... that, it's, that, it's that WWE, fuck you, Alex. It's that, it's that <laughs> shit, bro. It's, 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 it's fun, though. It's entertainment. Yeah, but it, it does definitely sell fucking fights, so that's... A... Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's but, why Mayweather started. He became Money Mayweather to become the bad guy. Yeah, well, dude, I mean, like, you got you got to want to watch him lose. McGregor and him, they were both like going on this world tour thing, and they were both like selling the hell out of that fight. Like, yeah, that's a, it's part of the job, bro. Like, selling the fight is part of the job. It just is it whose fault is it? It's not the fighter's fault that society reacts better to the shit talking rather than the respectful martial artist who just wants to go in there and compete. Yeah, I mean, like, do you think about like, think about it as like a like a regular life thing. Think about I have this fucking product and you've never heard of it, but people, everyone's like raving about, it, but you've never seen it. But you have to like basically sell it to them, like, hey, like this, look at this shit, like that's yeah. what they're basically doing. They're basically like trying to hide it up for everyone else, everyone else, basically. Because the shit talking, we're gonna watch like me and you. I mean, you're not gonna give them no money, but we're <laughs> oh we're, gonna, we're, <laughs> we're gonna watch the fight either way, whether they're talking shit or not. But they're trying to attract the people who wouldn't normally buy the fight by the shit talking, and hopefully they will watch it. You know what I mean? Hopefully they'll pay you the pay per view and they won't go through the dark web like your boy Pat. Wow, man. You know how I just, call them your boy, guys? Joel, you see how I call them your Joel boy? Just keeps pulling, like, okay, like I said, if we don't hear the podcast anymore, you guys know why. It'll be Joel. Thank you. <laughs> this is the last episode. Episode 15. I love y'all. <laughs> you can thank Joel for that. <laughs> so the next the next clip we got is uh, it's Jorge Masvidal. And he's talking about it. They asked him who would be the next opponent for him, basically. About other guys right now, but you know, despite the loss tonight, you still have loads of options out there that people want to see you in. 
Leon Edwards, Bobby Covington, Nate Diaz rematch. If you could pick one that you think will help you just stay at this level, stay right around that title shot, who's the logical next guy for you? Um, couldn't answer that right now, man. Um, that, uh, the, the fragile guy from, with the MAGA hat, definitely not him because he got finished by this guy with a full training camp. He had like 12 weeks and he got finished, so I think that guy's below me and this dude by a lot, you know? Six day notice and I was nowhere near getting hurt or getting put out. You know, the gas tank wasn't the best, but I wasn't I wasn't going nowhere as far as damage goes. Everybody could see that. So definitely not that punk. Uh Leon Edwards, I don't know. If if the numbers make sense or whoever it is that the numbers make sense and it gets me closer to the title. People that don't remember, uh, Leon Edwards is the guy that uh got got the infamous three piece in a soda. So that's that's uh, that's the guy. I'm out the <laughs> He ain't giving Kobe Covington no respect. Yeah. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> well, people. Okay, so people that that don't follow MMA as closely, they Kobe Covington and him were in the same camp. They they trained in the same. They're under the same umbrella, and there was a oh, falling out. Okay. He, he was it was with him, Dustin Poirier. They were all in the same camp, and then Kobe left because there's I, I who knows what the real story was, but Kobe left and like it left everyone sour and shit. So that's why he doesn't really care for uh, Kobe Covington. He said that punk in the MAGA hat. Nah, <laughs> I'm cool. I'm not fighting him. He got. He did get finished, and honestly, that was a really good fight too. That, that was, was a really good fight. And see, I, I, that's a. I was talking about my uh, one of my my former boss. We were talking about how Kamaru is smart because he knows when to stand and bang. Because the, the Kobe Covington, he not the wrestle Kobe. He wanted to. Fuck yeah, him he, up. he he banged with him for five rounds. Yeah, but yeah. He, he. I think he knew that. Also, with Jorge Masvidal, he would want a full camp to stand and bang with George. Like he knew, like it would be dumb to just stand and bang with a guy that like, he didn't get to prep for six six days. And then even George said he 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 felt like after the round two, he was pretty much gassed out. His body wasn't responding the way he normally would. So, yeah, I I want to believe, bro. The fight was close enough that I think if Masvidal had a full camp, it would have gone the other way. Or or. It would have been close. I don't know, you know? Yeah, it, it would have been closer, been I thought, with a full camp, yeah. obviously. But, I mean, George did the best thing for the fans to fucking step in yeah. last second, man. It's very rare that the step-in fight is better than the original fight that was laid out. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. like, it also goes for the champion. The champion taking the the, the fight on six-day notice for the guy coming in, It's they're almost at a risk for themselves because they don't get through. They they've been training for this one person, and all of a sudden they get another one. And, like, most of the times, I mean, look at McGregor. McGregor took the... The Nate Diaz fight on six. I mean, Nate Diaz took the fight on six eight notes, and he ended up beating uh, McGregor the first time. You're right, right, you're right. That is true. That is true too. So it is a risk for both sides. But I mean, you do. You're offering yourself at like at a. It almost seems like a discounted rate because you know you're not going to be at a hundred percent. You know, on a six day notice, you got to lose twenty pounds, bro. I can't emphasize that enough. Losing twenty pounds in seven days, bro. I, I want y'all to think about that. I mean, y'all work your asses off, me included, and lose about a pound and a half, player. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about 20, dog, and then go fight the champion the next day. Fuck, in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for people that didn't know it, in Abu Dhabi, they, for them to fight, in order for them to show us at the regular time, the Ruby Yusuf unit, which is around 6 to 9 o'clock, uh, on the West Coast at least at night, um, they would have to fight at 8, 8 o'clock in the morning in Abu Dhabi. So that's what time they were fighting, man. That's nuts, bro. That means they still had to eat lunch and dinner after the fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, man. Like, Jorge lost. Damn it. Fuck. Right. Like, <laughs> devastating, brother. Yeah. I want to give a shout to Tommy. So, I don't know if he, he actually wanted Usman to win. But in our poll on, on our IG fucking page, we, I did a, we, we did something on the story. 
Mm-hmm. I put a poll who would win, uh, Mazda or Usman, and Tommy was the only one out of our poll that picked the Usman. So. Well, Smart Money was on Usman. He was the favorite. You know, he was the champ. I, we know George Mazda is just a, more of a fan favorite. Yeah. He has a, that cult following, and then uh, yeah. there's a difference between who you want to win and who you expect I, to win. So I, I kept saying that the whole night as I had guests over. I kept saying, I was like, I'm rooting for Mazda. But smart money, bro, is on Usman. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There was a bunch of people dropping money on fucking, like, uh, Miles. I think someone dropped 200k on him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, Usman in the video, I don't have it clipped on here, but on, on the, the post fight, he said that, uh, uh, what did he say? I mean, he, the, the guy who dropped 200,000 obviously could afford it to lose a 200,000 obviously. Right, of course. Yeah. So Everyone's the, giving up their life savings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is it. Like, we can turn it around, baby. I promise we, we'll get you that new house. Like. <laughs> getting out of this apartment, I promise, baby. <laughs> the last clip I have for us is uh, Usman uh, basically saying how dangerous a uh, guy George was, so that's why he didn't want to like engage with him and all that. But he's a dangerous guy at all times. I mean, I think it was clear that he was starting to tire a little bit. But was there a moment where you thought, oh, I'm in control of this fight. I've got this. Or were you always a little a little concerned that I got to be careful I don't get caught? You always have to be a little concerned, especially with a guy like him. Like, he's a real dog. You know, all props to him. Much respect. Um, a lot of people were thinking that he would be out of shape for this fight. He wasn't. I mean, he, he's been training. And uh, he came in prepared. He came in uh, um he came in ready. Um, of course, I would like I, I would like a lot more time to really strategically prepare for a guy like him to really pick him apart better than I did tonight. But um, I had to do what I do best, and that's, that's dominate a guy from start to finish. You got- yeah, yeah. I mean, he came through, bro. He did what he was supposed to do to win. Uh, there was something in that entertaining, mm, questionable. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't make for an entertaining fight, but I mean, again, like you got the W. Right. There was some other. Oh, I was totally gonna freaking. Break. Oh, I mean, I want to just want to make the case for Kamara Usman because basically people that don't know about what happened is when the fight got canceled with Burns, he basically flew back to Dallas and he said that he was about to. Cr- he was literally at the airport about to crack open a beer. He cracked <laughs> it open and then manager calls him. And he's like, "Hey, no, I think we have a fight." And so he had to put oh. like he put the cap back on and gave it to someone else at the airport. <laughs> and he That's was like. He was indulging her. He said, like, he gained eight pounds after he got that phone call. So he's like, fuck, I got to get back on the ball rolling and try to, like, lose his weight now. Yeah. You're right, bro. I, I never really factor in a fight that if someone steps in on 16's notice, it also affects the champ. Like, he didn't He didn't think he was going to fight no more. That, oh. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he was going to go. He went back to Dallas, and then he was going to go back to Florida because that's where he trains. But he's, like, at the Dallas er- airport, I guess his uh, manager called him, like, well, he's about to crack open the beer and... Uh, do they have? Dude, does he have the option to take that fight, or or is it? No, he he could have easily passed him. Like any uh, any fight where something happens where someone has to uh, basically like step out, they have the option. Like if it's someone they don't like, then they can just easily say like, "No, I don't want to take the fight." Just just also, for that factor, just for that factor, like they're almost also, at a disadvantage too. We also got to give props to Usman. Yeah. He took Malzadol. On the seven day notice, that's this. That's a that's a dangerous yeah. six fight notice. I mean, bro, we were all rooting for Mosvidal. <laughs> yeah, it's just as as the the quote unquote casual fans, everyone just hates it because it's not entertaining. But dude, the guy the guy yeah. fucking. But overall, the card was good. Yeah, like, was. overall the card was good. The main event maybe didn't deliver with the fireworks that we would have liked, but overall the card was good. 
Yeah, it was good, man. Overall, good Fight Islands. Or what? There's like two more left. Two, two yeah. coming. Fight Island first night was a success. It wasn't Mortal Kombat on the beach, but it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was cool, man. Wait, so did you want to go more into about like how uh, your little uh, soiree at the? Oh, at... for the record, you know, I've been saying it. I did have guests over. I had a at max capacity. We were about like at fourteen. 14, 15, I think, I believe. Okay. Uh, it was cool, though, bro. Don't get me wrong, bro. I, I hadn't socialized like that since my birthday. Like, we talked about the last time, which was in February. So, that's five months. And, brother, I'm a I'm a peacock, bro. You got to let me fly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was in my world, bro. And that shit caught up to me. I ain't going to lie. About an hour before everybody left, I uh, I snuck upstairs, you know, check on Brody. You know, I passed that on the floor. <laughs> on the floor, Joel? <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> oh, Joel. I don't even, yeah, it got real foggy. And it's, the funny part is, bro, I was, I was really trying to pace myself. I was truly like, I got to get through these fights. I got to get through the whole night, make sure I can, you know, be a good host the whole night. <sighs> hour and hour before the end, I, uh, Failed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you even had the, the your boy catering. Um... Yeah, um, I don't want to say his Instagram wrong. Hold on, give me one second. But yeah, dude, fire uh, food was fire. Was he the one that did your birthday? Or he did? No, no, no. He. This is the guy I got for the Super Bowl. Mm, okay. Um, oh yeah, Mandito the barbecuer. Ooh. Yeah, he's on Instagram. I posted him all my stuff. Yeah, dude, super dope, super affordable. He came with the uh, ribs, chicken, um, bread, mac and cheese, Ooh. bacon, and Santa Maria style beans. The whole nine, man. The whole nine, bro. And honestly, I could have took credit and said I barbecued and made all this food, bro. I could have, dog. I could have. I could have. People asked me. But I'm a good guy, bro. I'm a good guy. I made sure the credit went to who the credit went to. You know, the credit was deserved. He did exactly. the work. Food was fire, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It has like some honey cilantro, um, chicken. <laughs> Bruh. Honey cilantro. It smacks, bro. Mm. I have lunch for like a couple days still. <laughs> she really came through talking about meal prepping. <laughs> Wait, so so people that are probably interested around here, like, what do they usually like give? Is it like a three day, two day, like how how like for away from the event that you want to have um, it? I'm not sure. I hit him up about a week before, and he was completely cool with it. So it just depends. I want to say, and then and then it's crazy, bro, because like I I ordered food for twelve people. And I promise you that food could have fed easily if everyone stacked their plate, bro, like 16, 17 people. Oh, wow. That's if, and that's if everyone like got a full plate of food. Damn. Like everyone, everybody there, bro, I ain't gonna lie. My friends, you know, I love them, bro, but they come to drink and I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so they, came, they came more to drink. So the food is like more of like a secondary thing. But it, honestly, like uh, when you drink, it's cool when you actually have food there, like in case you need it. And like, that's like, dude, that looked like some good food right there. Like, bro, like you fuck Jack in a box at two in the morning player. I got, I got food here. Eat. Take a, take a <laughs> oh, dude. So like, there's something about like, uh, uh, eating food while you're drunk, man. Like, it just tastes better. Like, okay, so on your on your bachelor party, we were at a pool party. Bro, this had to be the most fire chicken tenders ever. I don't know what it was. Shout out to Omar. 
Shout out to Omar. Because we were all probably dying because we were hungover (laughs) from the night before. It was 100 degrees outside. We were all trying to drink to get back into the mode of party, party, party. And everybody seemed to be on the struggle bus. I remember at one point looking around and seeing everybody's forehead just dripping sweat. And I'm like, dude, we're we're out here struggling. And then Omar bought us a platter. And anyone who goes to Vegas, a platter in Vegas, when you have bottle service player, that is that is not a cheap move. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. And the fact that that food showed up, bro, that probably saved about – how many people was there? Eight people in total? Yeah, eight, eight yeah. That probably saved about three lives. I want to say. So shout out to you, Omar. You really came through, bro. <laughs> dude, seriously, Omar, like, dude. So I remember when they lifted, like, you know, that has a little lid on the silver platter. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you lifted it. I was like, oh, my. You, like, if you could literally, like, if there was, like, a movie, I'd be like, ah, like, I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. It, 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 was, it was literally so bomb, like, when that, the ranch and all the side condiments, man. Like, there's something about that when you're just drunk. It just, everything just tastes way better. Tastes way better, bro. And, bro, this food would have tasted amazing sober. (laughs) (laughs) So faded, I'm sure. Everyone who had it faded really enjoyed themselves. (laughs) So, I mean, Omar posted a quote, um, and then you you, uh, you read I read posts. Bro, for some reason, I don't know why, that quote really stuck with me this morning. Yeah. So, people, we're going to go back to the MMA thing. Mike Perry, the last fight, he had his his girl. Only, Only person in his corner was his girlfriend cornering him. Uh, Mike Perry, known to be a loose cannon, he's not really disciplined, but super talented. He got super. into some like crazy stuff over the weekend, or probably, I think over the weekend, or yeah, I'm not too I think sure. It was last weekend, I think it was last week. Last weekend, okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna pull it because I haven't really seen the uh, the the whole thing yet. So oh, I seen it. It's it's hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, I stay here. Let's go. I'll stay here. What do you want? Go, Mike. Your I'll just wait here, bro. Don't worry about it. No, y'all want to call? Y'all calling the cops? I'll stay because if I leave, y'all gonna know. I have a tie. No, I don't have to go anywhere. Tell him to bring the. Are you bringing the cops? Because if I leave, then I'm. Did you touch me? Oh, you didn't touch me. Trying to calm him down. He touched me. So he touched me. He touched me. You can buy this if you want to. You hit him, bro. But y'all gonna tell the police that I fucking am the police. I'm not. I'm not your ass out too. Yeah, let's fuck you, fat piece of shit.
But yeah, man, I don't. Joel, if you're if you're in a position of Mike Perry where you're you're a tra- you're a trained person with those hands and legs, like wh- what do you do in that? Position? Do you basically like and you're Joel Murray, not Mike Perry? Like, do you, do you back off in that situation because you know you could fucking easily handle them? Bro, I'm not. I don't know, bro. What, 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 there's no justification in punching the old guy. Like, I, there's nothing. I don't, you know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what to say off of that, bro. That's it's tough. Um, I mean, even me, bro, who doesn't, I'm not a trained fighter, dog. I'm not getting to an escalated situation like that. It just, and I feel like if I was a trained fighter, I think it would be even more so. Like, why the fuck am I going to put myself in this situation? I get paid to do this shit. I get paid to punch you in the face. I'm not punching you in the face for free. Fuck out of here. Get out of here, bro. That's how I feel about it, bro, personally. Like, if I got paid to throw hands, trust me, I'm never throwing hands for free. Yeah. It just is what it is. But what about if you're, you're Joel, like, right now, like, like who you are right now? Like, uh, what, what would it be for someone, like, to escalate to that point where you're throwing hands with them? You'd have to, you'd have to disrespect my wife. Yeah my wife in a certain way bro yeah we have a fucking real problem but other than that bro like, you could say whatever the fuck you want to me call me a beaner wet back <laughs> they bother me dog i'm cool like that that's just words bro that shit but if you just put my wife like yeah we have a real fucking issue bro <laughs> like does it go back to where like if it's if it's not worth your energy then it's like dude just now exactly bro like and me personally the last time i really threw a punch bro was when i was in barber school damn then, I fucked my hand up uh, when I was in barber school uh, throwing a punch. I shouldn't have done it. And um, ever since then, I, re- I realized, like, bro, my hands literally are what make me money. I can't, like, it sounds weird, but I, I literally can't afford to fuck my hand up. No, it's, I mean, like, dude, <laughs> so, so you got to be, you literally got to be worth it to me. Like, you literally got to be a real issue. If not, it's like, eh, talk shit, bro. It's cool. I people know. that, I mean, I've never gone to my fight myself, but I mean, I know people that haven't gone to a fight, you can easily break your hand by just, like, hitting some else on the jaw, like... I probably did break my hand, bro. My hand was so fucked up. My hand was fucked up for, like, three weeks. And I couldn't cut hair when I was in barber school for three weeks. And I realized then, I was like, oh, can't... This isn't... Like, what if I have bills to pay? I can't cut hair for three weeks? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, bro. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, bro. No one likes to fight anyways. People might pull guns out now. <laughs> seriously man like they'll just come back and retaliate yeah, and... So fighting is is a little it's a little outdated but doesn't okay, okay so just the thing about the uh, the flip side of it doesn't it suck to be that that old guy that, like no nah, this guy's like a little young guy that's trying to be reckless well no fact he's like he's gonna hit me in the fucking jaw but at the same time bro at the same time not trying to justify it as the older white guy what are you doing why are you talking shit to a pro fighter? Shut the <laughs> fuck up and sit down, bro. Like, seriously though, like on a, on a, on the opposite aspect, like bro, you're 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 playing with fire. You're playing with a loose cannon, and then you're wondering why you got shot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, I mean, the guy doesn't know he's. What if he didn't know that he was? You know what I'm saying? Like that's like you can tell by how homie was acting. That he was a little bit of a loose cannon. You need to go sit down, bro. Yeah. There's no reason for you to step up to this dude. He's already in a heated confrontation with whoever the fuck was going on. And then, and then you want to step in and bring your two cents in. It's like a one, two, and bam. It's like wow. a fucking two-piece combo. Like, <laughs> So the main reason why we brought that up is because our homie Omar, you know, I love you, Omar. Uh, there is no but. I love you, Omar. Yeah. <laughs> 
So he posted something from Anthony Bourdain's a quote. It says, uh, skills can be taught, character you either have or you don't have. How do you feel about that? Because to me, that it really hit. Because you could learn almost anything, like as far as skill-wise. But character is something I feel that's like embedded as you as a child. And your character is who you are, like as you become an adult. Well, because yeah, you you said that it happens at a younger age, but I think I think it, you can definitely forge character like through some tough shit, like for sure, for sure. But I feel like deep down in your roots, you are who you are. Like you believe what you believe, you are who you are. You have your moral code in, in, in internally, and if if it that moral code is whacked the fuck off, you are who you are. <laughs> yeah, so I mean the- maybe maybe you can't improve and change, but most part you are who you are and that's where i feel like where it says character you either have or you don't have but skills can always be taught you can be taught to become an amazing cook yeah but can i teach you how to be a good person Tough. yeah i mean like that that kind of goes back to the whole mike perry thing is more like uh how, what was his childhood like or what was like him growing up like dude what was it it's one of those things as far as like remember the identity thing we're ta- we always talk about like if your identity is built on sand like that's or something that's not fucking solid yeah. yeah like if you if you don't have a good foundation i definitely feel i mean it, it'll, it'll creep into your adulthood for sure i think about that all the time when i see like loose cannons or like just people who are just a little little off or how their their mindset is i always think about like exactly like their childhood like i wonder how they were raised i wonder why they believe this i wonder why they act this way but it it but the fact that we have to bring that up goes back to you are who you are, like type shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. What about those people that uh something that experienced somewhere along their lines in their life where they definitely I want to say they change their character, but they do different things, like they they take a different path and they it develops their character even more or changes their character. I I understand what you're saying. I uh, I agree with that to a certain extent, but I believe that that's more of the exception. It's not the rule. Yeah. Those are the, the people that outliers, the motherfuckers that really change the negativity that they were born around and built around, and then they change to be a better person. But those are the exceptions rather than I feel like the broad brush goes over. If you were raised in a negative environment, it's really tough for you to be a positive person. Yeah. No, like, I really, get, no, I get it. Yeah, like, it, really it is just to the exception, yeah. Yeah. Because... Yeah, man, the the guy's super talented, man. Like, super talented, bro. He won a fight with his girlfriend in the cor- corner. He had no fucking coaches, no <laughs> nothing. He said, "Babe, babe, babe, come. I just need you to wipe my face on the fight. I'm gonna win this. <laughs> hold, hold my fucking drink. I got it. Chill out. I'll Give me some water. That's yeah. That's all he has. He asked for water and just to wipe him yeah. down. That's all it was. And then he just fucking went out there and just beat the shit out of somebody. Like, bro, that's talent, homie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, man. Like, the other dude didn't train for that? <laughs> <laughs> Does it kill you when you see talent like that? And, like, maybe other sports, too, were like, damn, like, if they would have just put it all together, they would have been fucking dope, like a dope person or a dope athlete. And Not even just in sports, bro. In life, there's talented motherfuckers out there, bro, that just don't have the character to quite make it. Yeah, and, and and if it affects it, you can say what you want. I'm better than you. Da, da, da. Okay, yeah, you're better than me. No one likes dealing with you, bro. So what? Even in the barber world, bro, like there's some fucking crazy blessed people who have amazing hands in this barber industry who make your haircut look immaculate. But guess what, bro? If you're an asshole, 
People don't want to deal with you, bro. <laughs> Fuck your fucking clean fade. You know what I mean? It, it, it's a part of it, bro. You gotta, you gotta have the character's huge, man. It's huge. So, who would you um, basically um, credit to your character? Like, or like, were there influences? Obviously, the parents would be a whole thing. Parents, obviously, huge one. Um, my parents, uh, my parents both really made sure I knew right from wrong. That was like, I feel like the biggest. Other than the other than the whole being on time, <laughs> um, was was just right from wrong, you know. Treat people the way you want to be treated, and, and like just be like considerate and stuff like that. I feel like that's what stuck with me, and be helpful. I don't know, man. It, it just I was blessed to be in the situation that I was raised in, like in the positivity. Like I was the only child, so. All the attention was on me, good or bad. It was what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, like, I, I don't know. I, yeah. Sorry. Well, no, it's all good. Um, <laughs> what, what, what would you think when your character, like, you kind of, like, solidified it? Like, where would you think? I want to say stop growing because obviously your character kind of, you keep adding to your character, I guess. I Okay. Okay. I want to say around the age of 20, I realized I mean, my whole life, I try to be a good person, obviously, you know, I mean, sure, I'm sure everyone does. But at 20, I kind of realized, like, I got to do more. Like, like, you know, when people treat you well, like, you, you could feel it when people treat you well. I want to do that to everybody. Like, I want everybody when they come in contact with me to be like, damn. Joel treats me really good. Like, he, he's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, and, and I'm not doing it. Selfishly, I'm not even doing it for y'all, like for nobody else. I do it for me because when I look in the mirror, that shit makes me feel good. Yeah. Where like I'm there for people, I'm there for my friends, I'm there for my family. I try to, you know. And it's, and, it's, it's not even like on a on it's uh so the term for it's like a it's like political. It's called a quid quid quo pro. Like you're not doing it for something in hopes of return either. You know. Right. Yeah. I'm doing it genuinely makes me feel good. Like 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 last night, for example, bro. Like. I I love hosting. To me, it's it's fun to host. Like, I buy food. I give them alcohol. You know, people guests always bring more alcohol, <laughs> which is even better. And I, I don't I even pay for the fight. Like all that, it it genuinely makes me happy. Like it genuinely, like everyone. I, as far as I know, like I said, I passed out an hour before the night was over. My fault, guys. But as far as I know, everybody had a good time. And especially in the situation we're in right now, bro, where there's so much negativity and there's so much fear in just being around people. The fact that I know 14 people came by and they had a good time, bro, that makes me feel good. Yeah, it's something about, um, yeah. like, doing, I don't know, like, even, like, when I'm going on these walks with my mom, uh, just, like, saying hi to random people, even, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just little things like that. It's just, it makes you feel good a little bit. Like, just good morning. like. Yeah, it's crazy. Like my my dad says this all the time. My dad's from Mexico, and where he's from, if you walk by somebody, it's like the norm. Just good morning, good evening, and when is the us? Like they they just greet, they just acknowledge each other. How you doing? Good. Keep it moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like here, it's, he always says it. He always says, it's not like that here. Like, if you look at someone and say hi to a stranger, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, it, it is awkward. Like, I noticed yeah. that, too. Like, when we're going on the walks, like, for me, it is a little different because, like, I mean, we discussed about the social anxiety thing. 
But it is, like, a little weird, because, like, you'll, like, look, and, like, you'll kind of, like, look at the other person, like, they actually, like, are, you just look on their facial expressions. But, yeah. yeah it, it is, it isn't, uh, like that here in, uh... Yeah, and it's, like, it should be, you know? Like, that's, like, a really, <laughs> it is not hard to say good evening, good morning, good afternoon, like, how you doing? Like, it's not hard, bro. Like, everyone talks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Everyone can do it. <laughs> I don't know why, for some reason, like, I've done it. Have you ever walked by like a crowd or something and pretend to be on your phone? Like not pretend like calling on the phone, but like, like if you're texting somebody or something. Like you ain't doing shit but scrolling through your calculator. And, and, like, and, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because it, it goes back to the thing. It's almost like a, a coping mechanism, you know? Because mm-hmm. there is a little awkwardness when you kind of walk past someone you don't know. And there's some safety for some reason in looking in your phone. And I feel like more so now when you're wearing a mask, <laughs> wearing a mask and looking at your phone, you're basically in your own little world, dude. You're not even out here. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Like for me, I think the whole character thing, I think I can definitely say my mom, obviously just growing up as a single mother for her. She's, uh, she, she was a big one. And then my brother, um, he yeah. was a really good guy, man. I've never really had real conversations with him before. And recently he's been coming to me to get his haircuts and bro, brother's a cool guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's because you think that, man. It's cool, man. Like, uh, yeah, dude, he's a good guy, bro. Yeah, up. he's cool. Like, ever since like I was like little, man, he's been like kind of like a an extension of like my uncle. Like, he was kind of always there for me, like for football practice, dropping me off at basketball games, and like he's yeah. been he's he's done more than he actually like realizes for sure. So he actually helped me out a bunch. Um, that's dope, bro. Yeah, that's my mom, cool. my mom would just scare the shit out of me. I'm like not doing shit. So like, that, I guess that kind of fucking got me to fucking where I'm at now. <laughs> Bro, isn't it crazy how, like, you look back as an adult and all the stuff that you were raised on and it makes you realize on how you are now? No, that's why I'm fucking realizing it. Me? Like, okay, obviously the whole overthinking thing, the whole on time thing. It comes from my parents are anxious people. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I was raised in that environment, bro, which means I am an anxious person. I do my best to settle it and because I know it. I can at least identify it with myself. So I work extra hard on remaining calm because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm an, I'm literally an overthinker. Like it, it's it's so weird. Like I'm I'm literally in a constant battle on every decision I ever make. Dude, you and me. I mean, you know me too. Joel. Both of us. Yeah. yeah, we talked about it before. Like even dude, just last night, just this last night, uh, having people over. This tomorrow, today, I was just like, fuck, we had. A, yeah, 14 people over. I, I was on the phone with my parents and I was like, well, I won't see you guys for like two weeks just to, you know, make y'all feel safe, make, you know, the precautions. But it's like, it's like, God, being, a, being an overthinker during this COVID time is a motherfucker. It's, yeah, it's the worst thing. Dude, I talk shit on here, bro. I want to live my life normal, but there's a part of me also in the back of my head where it's like, hey, bro, be safe. Hey, 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 social distance. Hey, 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 don't hug me. Hey, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, that's that shot He touched it already. Like, you know? But but the, yesterday, I let the other part win. I let the other side of me who wanted to socialize, who wanted to host for the fights, who wanted to be happy and have a good time. And I let that become more important. And I'm okay with that decision. And hopefully, two weeks, no one's on <laughs> me or nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I want to say for the record, too, like, for people that are listening, like, I'm not living my life in fear. I'm not, like, not doing anything. I mean, like, the past week, me and my mom, it was her birthday Friday, so it's the 10th. 
So it was a, it was a birthday, you know. I told my mom, like, we're, we're going to go to Costco. So, you know, I, want, I wanted to treat my mom to, like, a good little dinner, you know. So, we, we're not going out, you know, but we went, we went right. to Costco. I bought, I bought some lobster tails and all nice. this stuff. And I was like, my mom's like, oh, where are we going? I thought we were going to Costco. I'm like, oh, we're going to go to San Luis. Like, because so, she, she hasn't really gone anywhere, uh, like, ever, ever since uh, everything happened. So, she's just kind of, like, going on her walks, going to Santa Maria. I'm like, man, let's go, let's, let's go to Slow. Like, it's something out of the norm. We went out there. You know, it was different. I mean, it was a. I did a lot of things for like we bought cakes. We bought, we bought two cakes for her, and then we barbecued some lobster tails and corn, and it was cool, man. Like I'm not, I'm not living my life in front like oh we can't do this or I can't go to the store. I can't like I mean I just have to cut the the unnecessary risk out. You know. Oh oh okay, Pat. So the truth, I'm unnecessary. Okay, <laughs> that's cool, dog. No, that's cool, bro. I, I always thought I was necessary. Uh, again, I'm I'm told I'm unessential. <laughs> but no it's it's one of the things like dude i i want to be social too but at the same time i'm thinking the the bigger picture and the whole thing Check this out bro so like i like i said i had guests over saturday night for the fight um thursday night i went to go visit my parents i hadn't seen them since a few weeks ago we had lunch together um on the phone i was like hey mom on my way she's like are you gonna be wearing a mask <laughs> i was like no, like, well, she's like, well, we will then, and I was like, well, okay, well, if you guys will, okay, I will too. Like, I, I don't know, like, what's the situation? Okay, fine. <laughs> so literally, bro, I was at my parents' house, dog, and we were all pretty far from each other, and we were all wearing masks. But then three days later, or two days later, I'm, I'm chilling with fourteen people. I don't know, bro. It's, it's such a weird spectrum on the situation on how people feel comfortable right now, and it's fucking crazy, bro. I, the weirdest shit ever. <laughs> no, it really is, man. Like, it just goes back to the whole, the circumstance thing. I mean, like, I mean, Joel, your parents are, like, probably around the same age as my mom is. So, it's like, yeah. it kind of sucks. So, like, you, like you said, you don't see your parents too often. So, you do want to, like, have that full experience with them. But they're on that spectrum where they want to fucking be really good with the wearing mask <laughs> thing. Tell me where this makes any type of sense, Pat. I love my parents. But why did we hug, but we're wearing masks? <laughs> Bro, I don't know. I don't know, bro. It, is it only airborne? Is it only through the breath, or is it through What's touch? It, dude, it, it goes. We still don't fucking. It goes know. back to that we don't know. Like how? How do we? It, we're four months in already from the freaking the time. Like it hit and like come on. Like how do we not know? Like I just get more confused as the situation furthers. Like it, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, honestly, I feel like. Um, I feel safe outside for sure. Okay, I feel I feel a lot safer outside. Like uh, just so because I would have told you I was hosting the fight in the backyard, you would have came over, maybe. Nah, I, I honestly would have felt more. Uh... Well, Pat, bro, I fucking asked you what were my requirements, and I would have I would have came through on that requirement. We, <laughs> we could have had ESPN Plus on a TV outside, bro. Yeah. It... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just because it goes back to that thing. Uh, what is it? The they said that UV rays can actually it kills it instantly or something, right? I don't know. I don't know. to drink Lysol. I don't know. <laughs> but I do feel comfortable outside, definitely, just because, I mean, honestly, I'm going on walks with my mom. I'm not even wearing a mask. Okay. Yeah. Well, because my, my mom's like, oh, you need to wear a mask because so-and-so says that you need to or you're going to get fined. And my mom, like, you don't have to wear a mask. Like, I I think, actually, by law right now, you have to. Really? In public, I believe in public, you have to wear a mask. And if you're outside, that's public. Well, because, like, it sucks because we'll we'll come across people that are walking on, like, more going on walks. Like, people aren't wearing masks either. So I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, 
I mean, that's like saying when you go to the store and you don't see people in masks. And then, like, you get the people that like, just kind of, like, word down to here and, like, they're showing their noses. And it's like... Pat, you know, it's like, like we said in the beginning, there's a speeding law. People still speed, bro. Yeah. It is what it is. It's just... It's you can't get everybody. To, yeah, you're trying to maintain the masses. Yeah. You know, and that's what they're trying to do with this whole situation, it seems, even though <clears throat> I think it's... I think it's a lot of bullshit. But, you know, <laughs> it's what it is, dog. Like this is the situation we're in right now. Yeah. So I mean, I told you uh, before we got on, um, you know, I was streaming. I was streaming with uh, Tommy yesterday too. Uh, he, he, we were playing COD together, but uh, okay. I was streaming with uh, one of the followers who wanted to play, so he, he jumped on. He's like a fourteen or fifteen year old. His name's Ryan. He's a cool kid. He had a give crazy. Out no, I'm just Wait, what? <laughs> to give out his last name. I'm just kidding. It starts with it. No, I'm just <laughs> so he's a uh, he's from Boston, and he's oh, a... give out his address then. Fuck, dude. Was it Boston's a big city? <laughs> I'm just talking shit. Go ahead. But he's a 14, 15 year old. He had a pretty like deep content. It just came out nowhere. Like, oh, what do you think about the cases? Blah, blah, blah. I think it's all bullshit. Like, I think it's the whole government like recharging the birds to be sitting on the on the phone wires. So that's why they did the, the pandemic. And I was like, damn, I've that's, that that's freaking deep. I'm like, uh, I did not even think about that. I mean, I don't know. I heard, I heard a theory where they had everyone stay in home so they could set up all those 5G towers and all that stuff. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but we don't fucking know what the fuck's going on, bro. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, here we are. I mean, what, July 12th. Wait, wait. We're through half, we're through most of the year, and it looks like the rest of the year is about to be the same shit. Yeah, I mean, what the coming what is it? Two weeks from now, we have basketball coming back. So, okay, but do you feel any differently since the last time we talked? If the season's going to go all the way through or not? I mean, even if the season does go all the way through, it sucks that you get all these players that are sitting out too. So it's like. There's an asterisk, like That's I said. That's a big asterisk now. I know, bro. We're going to accept it. You know, 16.5. We're going to accept it as Laker fans. Like, we're going <laughs> to... I appreciate y'all. All you guys will be for the teams. You guys can go suck a dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm just talking Don't shit. Bang. We're going to count it as 0.5 because I'm a true Laker fan, and I realize that this isn't a true season. So after we win this title this year, it's going to be 16.5. <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be like oh, fuck. I don't even know. I don't know. Even like the other sports too. Like it sucks that the the baseball. Like there's people that like top stars on teams are freaking sitting out the whole season yeah. too. So it's like, do they get paid? I don't know. That, that's something I don't know. Interesting. But I mean, honestly, they, they've racked up so much money. I'm like yeah, I, I could sit out one season. It don't matter. No, of course, of course, Bruh, Did you hear that Florida was talking about? having 25% capacity in their stadiums. I heard about that. What does that look not not what does that look like but man. <laughs> like, Let me do the math on that. Capacity like 100,000 like we're talking about like what's I saw something it was it was, a, sta- it was a stadium somewhere and they said it was the max capacity. I don't know if it was a football or something but it, it was the max was 65,000 so I'm going to do the math right now. Okay, so 65,000 It's 16,000. Okay, so 16,000. Bro, 16,000 people? That's still a lot of people. I, I felt guilty with 14. <laughs> <laughs> so 16,000 people, bro. You're telling me, and then you gotta sign a waiver because it's not our problem. That's what I should have did, Pat. Should have motherfuckers sign the waiver. Mm, that would have been a smart thing, man. Fucked up, Pat. Honestly, 
there was hand sanitizer like throughout the house. Like, nice. I knew, you know what I mean? I, dude, I was trying to, you know, I, I understand everyone wants to feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, even with the walks going out through my house or the through quad, there's a place where they were having a little get together. I, I'm assuming because of the fights. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you could tell, like they're all grouped up too, and I was like, oh damn! Like, just, I want to say it was weird, but I was like, oh, they're having a little get together for the fight too. And I feel like I've seen it a lot more this weekend on social media that people are getting together. Nice. I, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's like you said. I think there's my perception is now it's like you have to have that fine line of socializing. And then, depending on your circumstance, it is. You know, if you're living with your parents, obviously, do, right. the, do the smart thing. Don't be reckless. But, yeah. Like, like I, yeah. It's just, it's good to socialize. Like, people don't look at it, like, psychologically. But, dude, like, being being cooped up in your own house and not being able to socialize with your friends is not a good thing. I said, I'm a social butterfly. And they had me in a cocoon for <laughs> fucking. And it's like, bro, I'm not even that crazy of a social butterfly. I just need it from time to time. Like, I don't need it all the time. But the fact that they took it away from me for five months was like, hey, hey, I want to hang out with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, like, it was so nice to just, it was almost like a vacation, bro. That's what it felt like. It felt like a getaway, bro. And all I was doing was here at the house with a few friends. And it was just, it was just nice to not be thinking about this fucking Corona shit. And like I said in a few episodes ago, like, towards the end of the quarantine, the stay at home, whatever order. I felt like my mental health was more important than this corona because I think I could beat this fucking corona if I do get it again, which I said I think I got it already once. <laughs> but I don't know if I'll be able to come out of this mental health if I let this shit continue to fuck me up, you know? So I feel like towards the end, it was that's what it was more important. That that became a priority more over than corona's air personally. But when it comes to factoring other people like my parents and the elderly, I will take extra precautions and you know, do what I need to do. Like I told my parents, I won't see him for two weeks. Like, yeah, that's cool. If you to do that. That makes I mean, y'all feel safe. Like, like if that makes y'all feel safe, like that. Okay, I get it, man. I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna complain. I'm not one of those people to. Why do I gotta wear this fucking mask? Like, yeah. I'm just gonna wear it, bro. I hate it, but yeah. I'm gonna wear it. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's a uh, no. I think definitely the whole throughout the whole uh, stay at home thing. I think everyone. I mean, the whole me- the mental uh, health thing was a. Uh, that was, that, that, that was, it got tested at its best right there. Cause I mean, I was thinking about the people who are married, like yourself, thinking about the people who had a bunch of kids that oh. had to worry about entertaining, the school thing, the job thing. Are you going to have to worry about like paying your rent, your like, mortgage? Yeah. Like the amount of stress that this whole thing brought on, bro, was unreal. It was, it was, it was unexpected. It was, like, bro, whatever you were going through, it got amplified by like three. And yeah. that's crazy. Like and 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 the crazier part is everyone at the same time got amplified by three, so it's like no one's just out here giving out good advice because we're out here struggling. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's just nuts, man. Yeah, I don't, man. I don't know, Joel. It's, fuck, man. We cover a good <laughs> amount of what? It's an hour twenty. Oh, <laughs> later, guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, no, that was good. I fought the hangover, bro. I nice. made it. I'm sure in an hour and a half, my head's going to start pounding and stuff. I'm not going to be able to eat. Whatever, dog. It was a good time. <laughs> like sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I want to ask about that because I was, I was talking about the whole working out thing for me. Um, what's it like at, at Western Stowe? Is it still the more the same? Just 
still, it's still the same. Like I said, I'm still wiping down everything. You know, it's funny. Izzy actually hit me up and he was like, do you really think that thing helps like spraying and cleaning? And I'm like, well, first of all, they're wipes. <laughs> they're not, <laughs> not spraying towels. Cause I, I, uh, when I was in shape, that's what it was. You would, you know, spray the towel and it's like, bro, that towel's dirty, the dirtiest thing in this fucking gym. What are we doing? Wiping, the, wiping everything with this dirty towel, but whatever. So the fact that they have disposable wipes changes everything. And uh, once I told him that, he's like, oh, your gym's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because uh, Izzy lives in Las Vegas, and like uh, from what yeah. I know, and what I, I have a couple people from Vegas too. It's a uh, the gym that he goes. It's really big. A lot of people go to it. So it's I don't. Are they still in that spray where he sprays over there? Is that what it is? I don't even know, bro. I don't even know. I'm actually gonna go visit him this coming up weekend. There we go. Hopefully, we can do a, a tripod cast. <laughs> <laughs> a tripod. A tripod. I'll take my laptop and my mic, and me and Izzy will be in person. I'm sure a little intoxicated. Um, <laughs> it would probably be some entertaining quality right there, some entertaining content. <laughs> yeah, so it, it'll be the first one. I mean, we're taking the podcast. You're taking the podcast on the road to Vegas. We're going mobile, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bro. Did you hear mobile episode next week? <laughs> and it's gonna be cool. You're, you're gonna like be like boots on the ground. You're gonna tell us like what's it like yeah. in Vegas too. Man. Well, he called me literally a couple days ago to tell me the bars and all that shut down. And I'm like, bro, I don't care. I'm just going over there to visit you. Like, I literally could care less about that stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And I ain't going to lie. I'm a little concerned about the heat. <laughs> it's going to be like a 1,000 degrees out there. And, I, you know, I'm from Guad. I'm not used to that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I was going on the uh, – doing my walks with my mom. And I was like, man, it's nice out here. And, like, what what it made me miss is, like, dude, like, pool parties in Vegas, man. Like, uh, nothing uh, beats it, man. Nothing beats those pool parties, man. Oh man! I know, I know. Hey, I might never go back. Cause I'm gonna be 30 soon. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is not. This is literally my argument: is the time we are missing, dude. The time we are letting. This is 2020 summer. We're letting just slip through our fingers, dude. That's something I, I hate about the whole thing, man. For sure, I hate it's it, like bro. I hate it, dude. Like I was literally just talking to my wife about it. Like I was fantasizing of what life would be like this year if COVID never hit. I would be prepping for next month. It's about to be back to school, about to be busy as hell. I usually plan a Vegas trip sometime in August or September. Like, it would be just so much excitement. And rather than like, fuck, am I going to close? Are they going to make me close soon? Like, oh my God, please don't close the gyms because that means I'm next. Please, please, please. Like, dude, <laughs> what a difference though. You know what I mean? Like, No, I mean, dude, I think of all the things that we would have had a freaking NBA champion or we would have had um, all the things. Baseball would have been in action already. I think uh, all the things that, that could have been, we would have been like, we would have been in Vegas, like going to a pool party with Izzy. Yeah. Like this Vegas trip would be so much more epic <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Instead, I'm just going to go chill with my boy, which I have no problem with. But we're just going to go chill out. We're probably going to barbecue, you know, eat, drink, relax. Just, I, I just want to go visit him because we had had plans to go to a, a sports event. It was literally supposed to be my gift to him for being my best man because he really came through on the whole bat, uh, bachelor party and everything. He came through on the speech. And he's funny because he said he didn't write nothing down. It was all impromptu off the dome from the heart, yeah. which I respect, bro. And it came out good. And, like, my gift for that was, like, hey, bro, let's go to a Laker game. Hey, bro, let's go to a Cowboy game. Cowboys and Rams play. He's actually a Rams fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. Bro, week one, let's go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, player, we can't. So, 
I'm just gonna go visit you, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we still gonna spend some time together, dog. But man, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, man. All the things I was thinking about, like when I was going on that walk, I'm like, man, just be, I remember the pool party and your bachelor party. That thing was so fun. I'm like, we can't even do that this year, and it's like, fuck. And it's like, imagine you turn 21 this year. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, that shit sucks. Going to Vegas, we're like, yeah, it's going to be the same thing. Uh. Um, <laughs> you just in your room, bored. What about, okay, time out. A completely different subject, but the NBA bubble, how pe- players are already there in quarantine. <laughs> one of the players, Paul Millsap, got the one room that doesn't have a window. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro. Bro. He's basically on, like, solitary confinement, dog, and with no window? Bro, people got to do real crimes to do that kind of shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Bro, that was like, you got the no window? I mean, I hope, hopefully he brought, brought something with him. Like, yeah, He's supposed to be there for, like, how long, Pat? They're going to make the playoffs? How long are they going to be there? Supposed to be until August or September? Wait, oh, is Two it? months? Yeah. Two months, bro. Eight weeks, nine weeks with no window? <laughs> <laughs> Is that even good for your mental health, dog? What the fuck? I mean, hopefully he can like he can can he he can step out of his room, right? I hope. Yeah, yeah, but bro, you you know when you're going back, it's no window. (laughs) (laughs) Telling you, bro, you don't understand how important a window is until it's gone. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, like the whole the whole hotel stay is that. I mean, we I posted on the freaking on our our page the freaking the quote unquote dinner. Like, what was that? Like, Uh, I know. Okay, does it make them look like spoiled brats, though? Because there's still people out here starving. <laughs> know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. Oof, oof. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a slippery slope. It's a double-edged sword. Like, yeah, you guys are getting, you're getting food, but like, is it what you're like, used to, you, man? You guys, got, you guys got free food. <laughs> you know what people would do for free food, bro? <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it's crazy. It's what a wild situation we're living in in 2020, bro. I, I want to show a video because, like, some teams are having fun with it. Uh, you know, my team, the Dallas Mavs. Uh, I want to show a, a clip for them. This, this is them and, and their when do, host. When do they get to go home after the first round? Hey, 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 hey. I don't want to hear it. No, 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 no. We're, we're, What's the date on that, player? We're, we're going to shoot. We're, we shoot a lot of threes. We have a win by the three. We die by the three. Like, I, Well, okay. Prediction. What round you guys go down? Uh, if they, if they if they get the Clippers, then I, I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them beating the Clippers. Oh, so I was right. So round one later. No, I think they have a better shot against the Lakers. Honestly, wow, I really do. I, I but just because I seen I seen them play in December and like the way that their oh, their whole team was, they, they look good. Who's winning the title? <sighs> Bucks. It's either Bucks or Clippers, and I think. Wow, so we're not talking. End the episode. Just the <laughs> All right, bro, did you hear? Bro, did you hear? We're out. <laughs> what? Bucks or Clippers? It's just, the, the, I think that the Clippers, like them as a defensive team, they're so hard to beat, man. Like, mm. yeah. So this is my team. The Mavs are out there on their hotel, you know? this is, They're them having fun, so. <laughs> Nobody out there. <laughs> they're like obviously they're six six feet away. They're in their own patio. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was it. It's like let's be real, dog. In a week or two, that's gonna get old.
<laughs> yeah, it is, dude. Like it's it's fun at first, but yeah, it's just crazy. Like, dude, these people are are away from their significant others, from their families, from their kids for nine, ten weeks, whatever we're talking about, however long it's gonna last. And it's like, I mean, I know they're millionaires and shit, but dude, that's still a tough thing. I don't think I could be away from my wife for nine weeks. Bro. Well, yeah, that's, that's the thing too. It, it, it all goes. It all goes back to the circumstances. Um, one one of the the players from the Giants is a catcher of Buster Posey. He's like. All started like I don't know how many times, but he they recently adopted twins, and mm, I heard that story. Okay, yeah, he didn't want to put his family in danger either, so that's why he decided to take the season off. And it's crazy. Okay, do you think the fact that he's from he's from San Francisco, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's where it got hit hard. Yeah, right. Do you think that has, that plays a factor? Because when you look at dudes from like Texas or something like, they don't they don't really. I don't really seem to give too many shits about this, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. Everyone, I feel like, I mean, I hope so. Everyone's developed their own, like, they grasp enough information. They grab enough from news outlets and from themselves, their own opinion from themselves. Like, I've, I've talked to people, bro, that, like I said, I've talked to a lot of people in the shop. And I've talked to people who think this is complete horseshit. And they they think that the mask is stupid. They think, like, those those whole situation is stupid. So as long as there's people like that out there, I mean, what do when the numbers aren't gonna go down, bro? Like, I don't know what's gonna happen to make the change happen, but something's gonna happen. Yeah, something's gotta give, right? I think it's gonna be the fucking election, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was uh, chatting with uh, my friend, our friend Sammy. I mean, like I say, hopefully we get to have him on the the podcast someday. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about. It's either like like you said. So there's two sides of it, isn't it crazy how like, there's two extremes? There's nothing in the middle. Like no, so. there's, there's there's plenty in the middle, bro. But what's polarized more is the extremes. Yeah. So the the one extreme is fear mongering from the media, basically yes. trying to trying to scare everyone, and then you have the people that are just like, okay, this is a bunch of bullshit. A bunch of bullshit. Trump 2020. We do what we do. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and and, and uh, I don't judge no one on feeling any type of way, but. I just feel like it's again. I talked about it so many times, bro. It's just common courtesy at this point, dog. Yeah, it really it's is. Like holding the door open. It's like holding the door open. It's like saying please and thank you. We just wear the fucking mask and shut up, bro. Yeah, just shut up. Like I don't want to wear it either. I get it, but just shut up and wear it, dog. That's what it's the situation we're in, dude. Yeah. And I, again, I say, bro, until we see Trump on TV with a mask. It's gonna be fishy. Yeah, I mean, I mean we've already like almost about to hit an hour and a half. But Joel wanted to almost do a second episode last, or, uh, last week because of the whole Trump thing. But did you want to touch on that? Because I know you can. Uh, um, I guess just real quick, just the fact that Trump tweets out about Bubba Wallace, who was involved in the whole NASCAR situation, but hasn't addressed one time about what happened at Fort Hood in Texas with Vanessa, like getting murdered brutally having the body hidden them trying to cover up the murder like that goes higher up bro there's no way that homie did that all by himself there's just no way like logically there's just no way i've talked to people in the military bro i've had these conversations there's just no way that that was done single-handedly and then the second that that the remains are found he kills himself I didn't even think about it, bro, until a client brought it to my attention was like, you really think he killed himself? Or do you think a higher up killed him so made sure he didn't rat no one else out? Yeah. <gasps> I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. And I was like, fuck. 
Like, probably. Because, dude, didn't they not find other remains from some other soldier who they said was AWOL? I, I don't know the whole story. Cause, I mean, obviously, because the whole thing, like, um, in my house, my mom watches Fox News. I hate it. I hate that she has that on blast. She has that on blast, like, 24-7. And, like, I I'll, sometimes I'll listen to him, like, I, I've never heard that story. That's why. So That's know, interesting that your mom watches Fox News, but she's still taking this very seriously. Dude, and that's what I'm, I'm saying. That, that's what sucks is because people, like, her age are easily influenced by the news. She's, yeah. she's so on Trump's train, too. And it's like, I'm like, ah, like, I mean, like, dude, I just... I don't know. It's just I didn't hear that that story. You know what I mean? Like when I when I hear Fox News, yeah. I, don't, I don't hear that story. Oh, and the fact that that's not even a story. Dog, even CNN, I'm, CNN is on the other other side of it. I didn't I didn't hear that story either. Oh, it's because it makes the military look bad, and America does not want to make the military look bad. But bro, facts are facts, dog. They try to hide a murder, bro, and this this can't be the first one. Like, you know, obviously they found remains of another soldier, bro, who they reported AWOL, who still, they don't want to pay for the funeral costs until they can, they can um, pinpoint the time of death. The time? Yeah. No, no, no. To say like, did he die after we announced him AWOL or did he die before that? Because if he died before that, they cover the cost of the funeral and the family gets money and all this other stuff. But if he if he got killed after they pronounced him AWOL, it's not their responsibility. Dude, Bro. But, but how do you figure out what time? I mean, dude, like well, that's, not, not time of death, but how long he's been dead because they've announced him, I think, AWOL 10 months ago. So if they can backtrack it to where he's been dead for, let's say, 10 months and a couple of days, then they will cover it. But if they're like, oh, no, he's only been dead for eight months, they're not covering shit. Damn, man. But it's like, bro... The fact that this shit's not mainstream news media, bro, and it's fucked up, bro, and I'm not trying to talk smack, but let me just say this as, as calmly and as respectfully as I can. The George Floyd situation was crazy. That shit was nuts, bro. But they were trying to arrest this dude, so he was com- he committed a crime, as big as small as you want to say, he committed a crime, and he honestly did not deserve to die, and what happened was bullshit. But at the same time, we're talking about a soldier who signed her life up to protect this nation. So all these people, these these people love this nation and we fucking celebrate that. And she's not getting the same reaction. She got, she got killed by a dude, bro. Like she got killed by someone who was above her, who she had already stated she had fear from to her mother. Damn. And and then the, the, the nuts part is that the military try to cover it up. What the fuck, bro? And, and this was more than a week ago. And Pat, like, bro, I'm still not hearing enough news that I should be hearing. God, dude, it's like when you fuck, brought it up, dude. I didn't, I didn't hear that story. That's why. That's I haven't heard it. Like, I didn't mention it, but that was literally the main reason why my wife was like, "No, we're not doing the Fourth of July. Fuck out of here." Yeah, like, cause, cause dude, it hits with her, bro. Her name's Vanessa too. She's a Mexican female, like bro, like it, it all res. That could have easily been her, dog. And then, and like, okay, it's what crazy. if the what if the whole story would have came out like it, it was a hate crime? I mean, like, you want to say a hate crime? Like, what if it was based on because she was Hispanic? You get what I'm saying? So, how come? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard to like pinpoint like to say what it. And then it, it what makes me a little upset is like if that was a white dude who killed him or killed her, would, would it be national news now? Yeah. Would CNN cover it then? Like, would we talk about it? I don't know, bro. And, oh, dude, the whole situation is fucked off, dog. And I literally, I was so upset at one point. Yeah, I did hit you up and I was like, dude, I just kind of want to do a podcast about the fact that 
Trump wants to tweet about this shit? Wants to tweet about Bubba Wallace and NASCAR and the Confederate flag and, and all this bullshit? But bro, they're they're literally trying to cover up a murder in in a, in in the army base in Texas. That's not that's not that's not worth news. That's not worth tweeting about. That's not worth addressing. Yeah, I, it goes back I to the thing. Talking about it, <laughs> I, like it's just like one of those things. Remember, I was telling you, like I feel like Trump's like kind of like that little teenager that's trying to like worry about Twitter and social media presence rather than actually what that was going on. And I can't. As much as I don't like the dude, bro, he's smart as fuck. He knows what he's doing, dude. I literally had a Trump supporter tell me the other day. Trump's trying to get the kids back in schools and the kid and the parents don't want them, the Democrats don't want them to go back to schools. It's just like, man, like you could spin that story that way and it makes sense in your head. You know what I mean? Like, and Trump does a really good job, a really good job of speaking to his base. Bro, he he has a fucking we want to talk about cult following. He has a, a strong base, bro, and only talks to them. And we get frustrated every time we hear something. We're like, what the <laughs> fuck? But it's because he's not talking to us, dude. He's not trying to make us happy in those statements. And it and that shit brings some a, a strong level of frustration to me, dude. Well, no, it's because, like, he's... He, I mean, honestly, there's an election going in November. So he's, he's worried about bringing the people that voted for him. Like, hey, like, make sure you're still on this train. Like, that, that's what right. he's trying to do. He's not, he's not worried about the people that he's trying to get other votes and, from. And I'm more mad, bro, that I can't fucking argue Biden. I'm more mad that I can't it argue like this guy's better because of this. It's like I literally, I literally have nothing. It, like, it, it's just like he's a candidate by default. Like, like literally, my only argument, which sucks, sucks so bad, bro, is that it's not Trump. Yeah. So how do I how do I convince a Trump supporter that that's not an argument? I don't I don't even have a legitimate argument, bro. It sucks. <laughs> dude literally it sucks bro i love arguing i love debating i love having open conversations about stuff like this and when it comes to that i don't even have a real thing other than it's not trump yeah it's not this guy who cares more about twitter than what's really fucking going on dude it's not the dude who refuses to wear a mask on tv bro you don't understand how much help that would do if you just wore your mask on tv people would shut the fuck up and wear their mask (laughs) but because you made it a political thing dog they think it's not cool (laughs) to wear the mask like bro bro i had somebody walk in holding the mask do i have to wear it yes you have to wear it (laughs) like bro like come on man like you know you had to wear it why else are you holding that mask brother yeah <laughs> like you should i mean unless you're like that one clan that's been living in a rock and like barely right got literally you. the only exception yeah but you know what's going on dude. If you, you know get... what's crazy i haven't seen him since really and he's more of a guy every two three weeks so I don't know if he took this shit super seriously. Like, like, like maybe I hit him with too much fear. You know what I mean? I, my, his barber scared the fuck out of him as soon as he got home, bro. And he hasn't left the house. I don't know, dude. You, I don't contribute, know. you contributed to the fear mongering, Joel. I did, but it's only because I summarized three months into 30 minutes. <laughs> wait, so wait, can, 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 uh, can you give us like a, I don't, I don't, you're not going to give us that, Danny. Obviously, we're not going to do that. But 
what kind of per- is he more of like the person that's kind of like taking it serious? Like, did, can you gauge like how how he was on it or no? If I w- he has no idea. He he didn't know what was going on, but he does have children. You know, I don't know how serious his wife was taking it. Those are all factors, bro. But I haven't seen, and usually uh, his son comes in on his own time, like uh, by himself. Yeah. I haven't seen him either. So, oh damn. Maybe they're super locked down. Like, I don't know, bro. But it's like I said, bro, it comes down to the whole spectrum of the situation. Yeah. Well, I want, I want to go back to that bu- the Bubble Wallace thing. Okay, so the fishiest thing about the Bubble Wallace thing is how did they determine that the noose was there since October 2019? Cameras. They have cameras. Really? They were able to see, like, footage from that back then, and it was there. And it was, I was like, going to say, because, like, they... they Trump's saying like it's a it's a bogus story like he made it up and whatever. So I was like, dude, look, so how did they find out like twenty nineteen? If they did have cameras like you said, then I get it. But like them for, right. to say like it was twenty nineteen, like damn, like you guys must have really good. Uh, I don't know, was it called forensics or freaking FBI people? Uh, it's just cameras. That was it. Was an easy one. They just go back as far as they can, and they they could see that it was clearly there. Yeah, but I mean, was that worth addressing? I don't see. You know what I mean? Like for the, for the president of the United States to fucking address NASCAR's noose issue, which was an issue, and then the way he addressed it, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like you called it fake news and a bogus story, and you shamed Bubba Wallace, and it's just like you could have handled that differently. Okay, and then you could handle that way differently, brother. We we can talk about like other situations that's probably gone on in your life and my life too. But the way that you go about it, you never usually do it over a text or social media, right? It's just the wrong move. If you're trying to address something that's serious, you're not going to do that over Twitter or text messages. If you're a real person, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, Trump loved the tweets. His Twitter fingers be popping. Like, <laughs> I don't even have a Twitter dog, but I see his tweets because they get posted on like Instagram or Facebook. And I'm just like, damn, like a lot of times I'm just like, is this really him? Like, there's no way this is really him. <laughs> right? He, has, then, he probably has like a PR yeah. person. I think, I don't know. Yeah, but, but either way, he's approving it. <laughs> like, either way, bro, like either way, dog, it just, it just seems so fucking crazy to me, dog. Like, the stuff that I wouldn't be comfortable saying. <laughs> and, like, I'm nobody, bro. And he's the president. Like, you can't. It ah, doesn't make any sense. Well, no, it goes back to that thing, too, the George Floyd thing and how quickly he could have de-escalated things if he would have came up with a statement. It could have even been a Twitter thing. I don't care. Like, like, it, it, but for me, I would have liked to see him go on to a podium and, and say that, something. He, he could have easily de-escalate the situation, but what he had to do, he had to do that little photo op. Let me let me tear down the shit out of these people, and let me get my photo op, and then, like, he could have easily de-escalate that situation if you think about it. Like, okay, for the record, bro, I'm not a Trump hater. I hate politics in general. Like, I think the politicians are so full of shit, bro. Yeah. Like, I just don't like that. But I'm talking about not him as a president. I'm talking about him as a person, like as a person, bro. He seems like a lame to me. Like, like, okay, you want to give him he has balls and he says shit that other people won't say? All right. But what does that mean, really? That just means he's extra confident in his dumbass opinion. That doesn't mean shit to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. Let's not talk about him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can't, we can't end on Donald Trump, though. I know. Let's go with some positive shit. Hold on. Usa. Usa. Positivity. <laughs> Next episode, it seems like we're going to do the whole tripod thing with Izzy. I think that'd be cool. I haven't even run it by him, but I'm sure he'd be down to do it. 
Yeah. Um, do you have any exciting news, pal? Some positivity shit? Come on, help them out. Uh, <laughs> Monday morning, bro. This Monday is when it gets morning. released. So I, I, mean, I, I get to go. I think tomorrow I'm gonna start going back to my uh, my weightlifting stuff. So I mean, like I'm definitely gonna do some more uh, weightlifting and get back on the program that I signed up for like a week ago. So I feel good. I mean, I feel rested. I mean, I I got off work from like Thursday Friday because of my tooth surgery because they didn't want to worry about um, busting the this not stitches but the the wound area. Mm. So I, I couldn't I couldn't work out for three days. So I was like, yeah, I might as well take the whole week off. So I feel refreshed. I mean. I don't know. Anyone's going to the workout tomorrow. You're going to hear this tomorrow in the morning, man. Let's, let's get it, baby. Let's go. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, I'm getting back on it, too. I got to get rid of this hangover. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, but we're, we're good? We are good, man. Let's let's end it, man. Bruh. Oh, 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 oh. Uh-oh. One more thing. Whoa, sorry. Audible, sorry. audible. Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. Omaha, Omaha, audible. <laughs> um, uh, Mike Beats, the dude who made us our intro and outro beat, he I, he was here yesterday. Oh, nice! Told me that the more he hears it, he wants to wants to edit it. He wants to perfect it. He wants to add a little something, something. So it seems like our outro and intro is about to be uh, ramped up soon. Nice, cool. And I mean, we're always open for that, and it's always open for changing. And he even told me like, you think Pat would be cool with it, bro? Come on, man. Yeah. Like I, I would, I would be like, dude, like, why would I want to put your best work on them? Like, no, I, I like your first one. No, hell no, this is the best one. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so we ready for you, Mike Beats. We got you. Oh yeah, Mike Beats. Ending on some positive shit, <laughs> bro. <Bruh, laughs> did you hear, bro? Did you hear? And there you guys have it. That was episode fifteen. What a a card. What a UFC fight island. What a first one. They're gonna have two more of those. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that one and. For feedback from you guys, we've been hearing that we've been quote unquote getting shadow banned. So I don't know how true that is. So if you guys aren't seeing the notifications from Apple Podcasts or Spotify or from wherever you get your podcasts at, please let us know and we'll see what we can do about it. But guys, just know that we're still posting every Monday. So if you guys don't see that notification, just check every Monday and you'll always see that episode. But other than that, guys, go and leave some good reviews. Five starred if you guys really enjoyed it. But other than that, we're going to sign out from Patrick and Joel. Bruh, did you hear? <laughs>